happy Friday. Um, I thought this would be a great day to discuss internet dating and meeting people and all of that fun stuff that many are thinking about as the weekend uh, is upon them. So interestingly enough, I read something funny um, in in an old London periodical. In 1965, there was an advertisement that appeared in the collection for the improvement of husbandry and trade. And apparently (laughs) there was a gentleman of around 30 years of age who said he had a very good estate and the trade was an offer to willingly match himself to some good young gentlewoman that had a fortune of 3,000 euros or thereabouts. It made me laugh, but apparently this personal ad went on to become a staple of the newspaper business, and it remains so for centuries. Um, Today, (laughs) dating sites and apps account for about six of the first meetings that lead to marriage, so roughly the same number from online encounters and venues not devoted to such matters. So times have certainly changed um, as the rules and regulations of the dating world have. And this holds true for every age, every age category. I recall being surprised um, as my kids became a little bit older that the population under 25 also uses online apps to connect. And I couldn't, I can't think of an easier time in life to meet people um, than when you're you know, 18, 19, 20, and you're headed off to college or just have that all adrenaline and and youth on your side. I mean, if I recall properly, um, dating was not an issue then. And I mean, to date constantly and to connect with people when you go to college or in your 20s, to me, that just seems so natural and easy. And everyone's in the same boat excited, breaking away from their home, their parents. And, um, you know, meeting people was as easy as opening up your door. Uh, you're, you're in college, your dorm room door. And I mean, it was pretty effortless. Um, but the rules of engagement have changed now. People don't just talk to strangers and, uh, you know, with the sexual harassment on the rise, I think, uh, people are more reluctant to be friendly and to be flirtatious flirtatious because they don't want to get in trouble or offend anybody. So that's definitely colored um, the interaction between people uh, of all ages, which I think is sad, but that is just what it is and a result of our uh, all that's, that's happened in our society. Um, so then I came upon another article um, that was written in 2011 and there's a gentleman named Mark Brooks and he's a consultant he was a consultant to online dating companies and he published the results of a of an uh, I think it was an industry survey title that was about how the internet changed society and it, the survey was given to like 40 executives or something like that And they all came to the same similar conclusions, which uh, internet dating uh, made people more disposable. 
internet dating may be partly responsible for a rise in the divorce rates. I don't think that's true, but somebody wrote that. Um, low quality, unhappy, and unsatisfying marriages are being destroyed as people drift to internet dating sites. I mean, I don't know. I think unsatisfying marriages are uh, not a result of people drifting to dating sites. I think they're a result of people not paying attention to their connection and not treating their marriage with with uh, respect and a whole host of other things that cause a marriage to break down. Uh, not, I wouldn't blame it on the internet. Um, the internet just gives options should your marriage not work out. Um, and of course, yeah, you know, there is a pull if you're interested in straying. It's easy enough to meet somebody online. But again, your marriage already has to have that deficiency. To, to uh, I don't think people start out online that are happily married and drift into a dating site or enticed by an internet dating ad. Um, that's just my opinion. But... Um, I don't know. I I think I think the internet has helped people of, uh, of all ages realize that there are plenty of people out there that are interested in dating, and there's plenty of options, and you don't have to settle for a mediocre relationship. Um, that being said, it's not that easy to find somebody online, um, and I do believe that um, you know you have to kiss a lot of frogs to find one person it's a numbers game. Um, so if you talk to a hundred people, keep at it because the 105th might just be the one that you want to go on a date with. So I think you have to have the stamina and wherewithal to just take it in stride. Um, and, and it's a game, look at it as a game, look at it as a job, honestly. Um, because I don't think it's fun, but I, I guess it could be if you're uh, taking a lighthearted approach, but Given all of this data, data um, about internet dating um, and all the stories that I've heard, and I've experienced a few myself that are um, entertaining, alarming, and a host of other things that I'm happy to share on another day. Um, but in regard to this, I, I think, I truly believe it is still possible to meet someone while walking down the street, in a store, on a plane, in your car, and in the most natural setting. You just have to change your mindset. Take off your headphones, take off your AirPods, put away your book, put away your phone, lift up your head, be friendly, smile. I believe it's that simple. In fact, I know it is because when I lift my head up and put my phone away, and I smile, <laughs> I always find someone to talk to if that's what I'm looking for. A male, a female, a friend, whatever I'm looking for, I can find if I put the energy into it. In fact, since moving to Boston, um, I've met many new friends. I've made new friends. I've found connections. Some of them are a result of joining groups online and others because I'm friendly and open to meeting new people. I'm not saying it's easy by any means. I mean, I moved here uh, after living in the suburbs of Connecticut for 20 years, which wasn't easy in its own right, but that was another story. But I did leave close friendships, a companion behind, a host of familiar places, uh, just my home, 
my home where I raised my children. Um, and I left. I sold everything, not everything, but I downsized significantly. And I moved to an apartment in the middle of the city. And I didn't know anybody. And I didn't know what that was going to be like because I hadn't lived in Boston in, you know, 28 years. And Boston's a very young city. And I thought, what am I doing? <laughs> am I going to be moving to, you know, an area where everybody's 20? And in fact, I did. <laughs> and most people around here are much younger than I am. And I love it. I love it. I love the energy. They're friendly. I've met so many younger people. I've met people that are my age, women that have um, have an empty nest and have decided that they don't want to live in the woods for the rest of their life, but they want to be engaged and immersed in city life and have have had that, made that change. It's it's It wasn't easy to do. Um, and there were times where I thought, what am I doing here? You know, why am I here? Why my friends aren't here? I mean, I have to make all new connections. Um, I had a companion in Connecticut that I was with for years. He wasn't here, you know. Um, But then it all just fell into place. And I love living here. And I love the friendships I've made and the people that I've met and the new opportunities that have come into my life. And, And it's all because I'm open and I'm looking and I'm interested And I really think if you put that energy and effort, you can change your life any day of the week. It's not easy. It doesn't happen overnight that you have a new group of people and friends. I mean, I'm two years into it now, and I just feel that I have a great group. I have people to go out with. I I feel connected. I feel a part of the community. I feel interwoven into the city here. I'm happy. I love it. Um, and it's been one of the most enriching, fun, interesting, exciting times in my entire life. Um, coupled with, you know, fear, loss, and all of those other things that, that are difficult. It's not easy. Um, but I put the effort in. I smile all the time. I compliment people. I'm interested in their story. And at the end of the day, people just want to talk about themselves and their lives. So... What an easy way to connect with someone by asking about themselves. <laughs> Ask about their job, their life, their journey, their kids. Give it a try. You know, it's not always going to work in your favor. It's a numbers game. You can talk to 45 people, and the only one who will talk to you happens to be number 48. <laughs> so you have to keep at it. Don't get discouraged. Use it as an experiment. Use it as an opportunity for your for yourself to grow, to, to give yourself confidence, to feel good about yourself. Even if somebody doesn't want to connect with you, who cares? Someone will. It's a numbers game. If you're nice, if you have something to offer, if you're interested in people and interest, interested in life, um, you know, it's all about how you present yourself. And I don't just mean physically. I mean, what do you have to offer as a person? Are you giving? Are you loving? Are you kind? Um, And if that doesn't work, the internet isn't going anywhere. You can always refresh that profile and those photos. (laughs) And if you need help, send me a message because 
I've created at least four dating profiles that have led to marriages. Apparently, I have the gift. <laughs> and anyhow, um, literally, if you need help with your dating profile, um, I'm happy to help you craft it. My email address is Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-A Bravo at gmail.com. Send me a message and I'll get you going. <laughs> um, and, and if you don't want to do it that way, just smile and be friendly and, and have a good attitude and be receptive and open to meeting people and you'll meet them. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Embracing Life.